Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Tusha. Gentlemen, How Goods Footy. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, AFLW, it's cooking. <laughs> Brisbane, I'll tell you what, boys, gentlemen, there is a new next premiership captain in town. That's huge. <laughs> and her name's Bree Conan for the Brisbane Lions. Huge choice. Very huge good. choice. Our friend Gemma messaged us to give us a, a heads up. I think it was a bit of an exclusive because I hadn't seen this information posted anywhere that there was going to yeah. be an announcement. So she gave us the early call. And we were sort of talking about who we thought it might be. And, um, yeah, we thought it might be Ali Anderson. I think Gemma thought Bates might have got it. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Lutkins. I think I mentioned Conan, but after probably four or five other players. Yeah. I was throwing all the all all yeah. Dwyer in there as well. Naturally. As your number one. As Natural born leader. 100%. Um, but Bree Conan's such a great choice. I'm very excited. I just, oh. It's we're getting to that great time of year where the social media teams are pumping and just getting yep. a lot of getting a lot of good footage. I love oh it. yeah, oh yeah. We've been seeing like Geelong's new recruits training through. Watched a great video of our new Irish player practicing a kicking technique with Zach Tui, and a technique looks fucked, but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're hitting the point in time where every like a lot of the players' social medias throughout winter posting a lot about AFLM. Then yeah. in since like if their team didn't make finals, then they transitioned to like sponsored content for a bit. Got to earn that dosh. I respect yep. it. Yep. Uh, now we're getting everyone's like, I'm wearing all my sponsored stuff that I got for free in the last couple of months back to training, yep. and Hosking sisters back up to pranks. So you know things are pumping. Oh, very exciting Essendon news as well, Joel. Yep. I'm not sure how far off this is, but I've I've heard today they're doing a massive the Windy, Windy Hill, Hill redevelopment, specifically. Yes. Mainly, I think, for the W team. <laughs> and for you. And, and for you. <laughs> and yeah. For you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's so actually in the top line of the of the bid. They went to the yeah. government. They were like, look, it's definitely we want AFLW, AFLW number one. 
No, yep. number two. That's number two. Because <laughs> the real reason we're developing is there's there's a, a king just down the road. Yeah. And, the king uh, of Macedon. The king. <laughs> and I went, Kevin Shady? I went, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Better. Think younger. <laughs> Think younger. Think younger. He's met Kevin Shady, though, on his birthday. Yep. I did. <laughs> birthday magic. Um, Yeah, like, that will be very, very, very exciting. I'm glad you brought that up because I was also about to bring it up. Mm. Um, But yeah, it'd be good just to, like, I mean, that's probably a plate, like, northern suburbs in Essendon, like, having a big football ground again would be, it's going to be good just to get out there. Yeah. Also, if you run the Royal Hotel in Essendon, which is right near Windy Hill, you'd be licking your lips. Mm-hmm. Oh, juicy. You're going to make thousands upon thousands of dollars just from me alone, so. <laughs> Mate, how good's it going to be watching W games there? Oh, oh, it's going to be have so they, good. Have they said what the capacity will be? Well, at the moment, it's 10,000, so I imagine oh, that they might just, like... That's juicy. Yeah. That's they might good. bump Double it, a bit, it maybe? I, yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, if... It'd be crazy to then, um... Yeah, if they double it, getting pretty close to maybe just have one AFLM game there a year or something, too. Would sell yeah, out immediately, could, but just, like, as like a... could get, like, an, you know, an Essendon versus Freo-type situation or something. Or, like, yeah, make it, like, a, I guess, AFL. Or... I don't want to make, like... Yeah, AFL Anzac Day. Do... Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> in our dreams, I'd love AFL games to go to like out into the the country towns and stuff like yeah. that. It would be the biggest thing ever to happen to yeah. certain places. But well, like, they did that. They did, they've done. Yeah, that they did, but they're not going to do it moving forward, are they? Because they're going to be all about. We've got to recoup all the money that we've lost yeah, during I the AFLM so, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what that's what I love. I think like getting excited, seeing all the posts as the women's comp starting to to really ramp up and seeing them all back at training and Geelong giving out all their numbers um, to their new players and all that kind of stuff happening. And it's like, that's the vibe, that that yeah. community country footy vibe. It's, I, I honestly, I love, I love my AFLM heaps. Yeah. But I love the AFLW. There's like a special something, food trucks, beer, Milo ice cream. It's hot. It's kind of Allegedly. there's a vibe. There's a real powerful vibe, and I fucking love it. And I'm excited, boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of powerful vibes in AFLW, I got a powerful phone call this week <gasps> oh. from the Carlton AFLW Football Club because <laughs> they have caught on to what has happened, which is that Jason, friend of the show, bought a junior membership for me because he thought that was funny. But they've clearly looked at it and been like, <laughs> this is an adult man. Yeah. So they called and I was like, look, I'm not going to, like, I was like, it's fine. Uh, I'll have to sort this out. We'll probably have to bump this up because I don't want to steal your money. And, but yeah, it was funny because like the person called up and was like, I think expecting to catch me out. But I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I said, then we'll just have a bit of a laugh about it. Yeah. And Did I was like, I'm pretty sure you, you're the yeah. reason they didn't make finals. I kept that one to myself. Um, I was on good terms and didn't want those terms to get very sour very quickly. Yeah. Um, Surprised so- I didn't sign you up under a fake name. <laughs> your, na- your name is poison in this part of the world. <laughs> so yeah, that that happened, and we got another huge breaking story uh, out of this is AFLM this year, uh, this season in this this off season, which is. It's been reported to me that David Zaharakis, former Essendon player, man scared of needles, fully vaxxed, Fuck spotted yes. out in Richmond, 
Uh, my friend tried to float this report to me as the fact that maybe during the drug saga, players were actually across what was going to be on, and David Zaharakis was the only man strong enough to stand up and say no. But I like to think, and this honestly is probably more likely, he was like, I'm shitting myself, and I'm going to have the worst day of my life to get the vax, but I'm going to do it for the community, because I'm a I- good bloke. Big, Legend. big those vibes. It's absolutely yep. that. You know, you don't you don't break Collingwood's heart in an Anzac Day game and not get vaccinated because you're a good yeah. boy. Good yeah. And you know, we how good's footy? We're a fully vax podcast. So mm. David Zaharakis, you welcome any pissing down with courage from Zaharakis. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. I can't remember what team he's playing for next year, but I saw that he got signed up recently. Oh shit, did he? No, no, it wasn't a it wasn't an oh. AFLM. It was like a, a VFL or a lo- yeah, some fair. local club, I think, yeah. No, good on him. No, that's good. It would that's have been crazy if he got picked up for another AFLM club. Yeah, yeah, I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> just signing him on as like a medical sub, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, hectic, hectic know. stuff. Mm. It's 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 all it's also the, the other just on people signing up. Sam Skinner, ex Brisbane Lion, got a lifeline, and a lot of the Brisbane boys were very happy for him. Very good bloke. Love that bloke. Apparently, a great bloke. He's he's awesome. Honestly, I'm really happy for him. I wish I kind of wish Brisbane had kept him. It's one of those situations where he just he'd been there for quite a few years, and I think it was just a list spot thing. And yeah, yeah he's always been talented. I think he did his knee twice. Oof, that's um, but when he did play, beast. He's a beast of a man. He's they a could, big Port, unit. Port could have could have a really good one. Um. Also, just. Interesting to note in off-season moves and things like that. Uh, don't know if you heard the news, boys, but there's going to be a fair bit of calcium floating around at the Cattery in uh, 2022. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, head of fitness is the milkman. He's back. There's no head one fitter. Of, head of fitness. That oh. is incredible. I'm excited for every player to run out onto the ground with a milk moustache. Just- <laughs> Gatorade gone. No more Gatorade. No it's more water milk. bottles in between yeah. goals. Milk. Yeah, he's just, keep those bones strong, water, boys. He, he fires the water boy and just hires himself, and he's just wearing a milkman outfit, running around with like old school glasses in his little basket. I love it. You cut to the bench, and the players eating some ham and drinking milk. Oh, I'm excited for it. I really am. It's yeah. it's wild because he obviously went over to Perth. The best thing about that was when he was over in WA playing for the lower league. There was a game where he kicked like I want to say 15 goals, yeah. but I think it was actually more. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. It'll be like anyway, seven. He's come back. <laughs> yeah. and uh, No, I think he kicked double figures. It blew yeah, my wow. dick off when I saw it. <laughs> um, I'll do some research and, and get the exact figure. But uh, uh, yeah, huge news. Harry Taylor's that's, back. That's incredible. Was that this year that he kicked all those goals? I think so, yeah. yeah he he was, was playing on our list last year. Yep. Oh, Jesus. How many? 17. Oh! oh. <laughs> Fuck. Let the milk flow. Get him out there. Get him back out there. <laughs> milk him up. Uh, yeah, lifeline. <laughs> bring him back as a lifeline. Bring him back. Because one thing that Geelong needs is probably an older person in the forward line. <laughs> More mature. Yeah, uh, fuck. A playing fitness coach. That would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck. That, his whole thing is, if I can run out of game, you could fucking run out of game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that the fitness coach will probably be pretty much the same age as some of the players. And they're like, well, if I can stay, like, he'll be like, here's my coaching, like, these coaching things. And they'll be like, yeah, we know. We're fucking already doing that. We're the same age as you, and we're still playing. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's only, there would only be, like, a couple, and I think it'd be Hawkins and Selwood would be about it. Yeah. Tom, 
even Maybe one Higgins. player would be fucked up. The fact that there is potentially three is insane. <laughs> I could be wrong though. I could be completely wrong. I'll um again, I'm gonna do some research and uh, yeah. I'll get back to you. Uh, and finally, the other huge breaking story that has happened in the last two weeks since we uh, took took a week off to recharge, and that is we met up at a local oval, had one of the biggest kicks of all all time. It was big. It was fucking big. Some of the goals were big. Oh, some of the goals were huge. They Sean. had to. There's a there's a fucking pocket of that ground now called the Joel Dusha pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't miss. <laughs> there was some. I think each of us got a fucked goal. Oh, yeah, I think. I think we all got. A, I think Dusha had the most. Yeah. I had one that I shouldn't have kicked, but it just curled beautifully at the last minute. And Sean, mm, yeah. you kicked the fucking Shane Warne special. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Gadding, fuck off. Sean's in town. Magic time. It was big time magic time. We were joined by a good friend of the show, Ryan, uh, mm. avid North Melbourne boy. Yep. He was having a he was real on fire. goal of it too. He was yeah. very much on fire. Have we, just while we're just on, you know, having a kick with Ryan, talking North Melbourne, have we ever talked about the group chat that we have with Ryan that is yes. called Shin Boners, Boners, all caps? I yes, think we've we mentioned have. it, yeah. We've yeah had- I just wanted to get it out there again so everyone knew yeah. the kind of mature podcast we it's are. It's yeah. come up a lot, and I think it's because I coughed up a couple of tips right at the end of the year because I believed too strongly in North Melbourne because- it was because of the group chat, yeah. We, we we all got a bit too pumped on North. Yeah. Rightly so, because they're trending upwards big time. Yes. Next and year, a- fuck, <laughs> going to have the North bump in the tipping. <laughs> I think we can I can't believe they're North- finishing top six. <laughs> North Melbourne has skyrocketed in our ladders of the heart. It's currently oh, yeah. third on mine. Yeah, I think they they're are- third on mine too. I feel like that they Behind are Carlton. so close to uh, doing <laughs> mean a- Michael Voss. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Brisbane, then Michael Voss, then North Melbourne. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Actually, well, I should change it officially. Yeah. 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 Fuck Carlton. <laughs> God, I love Voss. Um, um, boys, I've done my research. Uh, so Harry Taylor is 35. Uh, there is no one on Geelong's list that is 35. Okay. Hawkins and Selwood and Sean Higgins are all 33, and Isaac Smith is 32. Mm. Youth. Yep. Young fellas. Young mm. fellas. Babies. So basically it means that it's good that our retired head of fitness is not the same <laughs> age as any of our players. <laughs> Only just. <laughs> it would be funny for them to hire him as the head of fitness if he was the same age as some of the players because they're like, well, you sh- you're clearly not qualified for the job because you had to retire while we're still playing. <laughs> they chose to retire. Drink more milk. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe he's charged up. Um Someone's got to milk those cows, mate. Someone does. <laughs> yeah. One thing I would just say about North Melbourne, something I'm a little nervous about is they are easily the chirpiest team to finish bottom of the ladder in memory. Like, the fact that... I don't know if we spoke about this on the show, but on Brownlow night, uh, a defend Fuck. Who was it? It was a defender that was playing on North Melbourne. No, I think it might have even been best and fairest. Or, anyway, a defender that was playing on North Melbourne had someone kick seven on him. And a North Melbourne oh, player. Wiedering. Wiedering made the All-Australian and North Melbourne were like, how I kicked seven, Nick Larkey kicked seven on him. Yeah. Or maybe he only made the squad but didn't get selected for the team. And yeah, I was, think that's, I think, yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. something to do with, yeah, like, with All-Australian selection. And they were, and they were like, yeah, well, I wouldn't have think so Lark- when Larkey kicked seven on him. Yeah. Yeah. That is chirpy. That's oh, very chirpy. That's Who said that, lippy. though? Did North tweet that? 
No, no, no. It was one of their players posted that on Facebook, like from their actual Facebook account. Uh, Fuck, I think it, it might have been like Jai Simkin of someone too, like someone of note, like from North Melbourne. They had a blue tick. Yeah. Hey, do you know who doesn't have a blue tick? Just FYI. Who? Dustin Martin. No blue tick. Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, there's a big chance he doesn't run his own account. So maybe Huge that's chance. why he doesn't have it. Yeah. So that's pretty much all the football news we got for this fortnight. It turns out there's not a lot happening at the moment. I, I just want to say one more thing. I don't think I can... We, we cannot underestimate how good that kick was, though. Just again, oh, which beautiful kick? sunset, beautiful boys, oh, right. beautiful kick. beers, and beautiful kicking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good to be back. Very warm night as well. Yeah. Balmy. Balmy. Beautiful for kicking goals. We kind of had the entire forward line to ourselves. Mm. They knew. They could sense that we're going to be raining goals from 25 to 30 out. They cleared out <laughs> when they saw us yeah. Yeah. walk up pretty much. Yeah. 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 It was just enormous. Enormous stuff. Mm. The wind, I'm trying to recall, was the wind shit? It picked it up a little bit. Yeah. It was not it, enough, yes. though. Not enough to help... The, the effort to well, kick 55. Sometimes it was it did, blowing though. the opposite way. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it just did a weird swirly thing where you thought, I fucked this, and then the last second, Sean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Oh. One day the planets will align and the oh. ball hey, will sail. Have yeah. we spoken about Tom's kicking technique on this podcast before? Because it was no. brought up to me by Ryan when I saw him on the weekend. We've it talked like- about his marking and the fact that yeah. he's got concrete feet. Yeah. And like, I'll tell you what. Look, I think I have a small ego, but I'm happy to say I'm a beautiful kick of the footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, easily the best kick out of us three. Yeah, I was kicking balls to him that uh, he, he he honestly made me look like shit. And they were some <laughs> of the best kicks you'll ever see. Can I say, though, you did tell me my kicking was improved. Actually, sorry, I shouldn't say that you have concrete feet because I kick the ball to you. You won't have to move. What you do is you panic like a fucking chicken. And you move, but you just move to the worst spot possible. It's true. <laughs> Somehow, oh, it's just, it's maddening. I can't lead. It's good stuff anyway. <laughs> but um, one thing that happened on the weekend is um, I ran into our good friend Ryan. From Shinboners. From, Shin, from the Shinboners group himself, Ryan. And he was like, how good was that kick? And I was like, so good. And then he was like, it's crazy that Tom doesn't really know how to kick a footy. And I was like, <laughs> it's it, funny. Uh, it's it's is funny. It, crazy? it is it is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so for anyone who had, hasn't had the pleasure of watching Tom kick the ball, he hits a target and can kick a goal, but he does the uh, something that is probably more commonly associated with primary school age students learning how to kick the footy, <laughs> where he doesn't guide the ball to his foot with one hand. He throws nah. both hands back. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, um, I, it wore me out might... actually. Some of the kicks, I had to chase a lot of balls. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh, I, I will say this as well. Very early in the kick, had had some very big hamstring awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I like to swoop down one handed and scoop a ball up off the oh, ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I felt it immediately, and it, yeah. it did, it did prevent me. It is the one thing that stopped me from kicking fifty five that night. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon yeah. too. I just um, had to reserve I... a bit. Because of the awareness. Prior to this kick, uh, we'd had one kick just before that, and uh, we'd, none of us. It was it was planned, <laughs> but it was an earlier in the morning kick. Um, so it was like the first physical movement I'd really done all day. And yeah, after jumping for a couple of marks, I it went from hamstring awareness to hamstring tightness. I reckon uh, yeah. wasn't right for a couple of days. <laughs> I was the same. We didn't yeah. stretch. <laughs> 
we just rolled in like kings, yeah. thinking we owned that grass. And um, but this time, yeah, I was sore for a couple of days. This time, yeah. Phew, well, this time I went for a walk beforehand, so it was limbered up, yeah. ready and to I went go. For a hike the day before, so I was yeah. like already building myself up. Yeah, yeah. Um, also. Just in my defense, it is yeah. not at all surprising that I don't know how to kick a footy when how we know that my history defense, of playing Tom? football is being a dinosaur. Yeah, Tom. but that was a long time ago, Tom. You've had a long time to practice. I will say this. Tom's kicking. Each time we kick, he gets a little bit better. Yeah. Because he, he, I kicked he, with him. I had a kick with him um, a while back with good friend of the show, Damo, the host of Scaredy Boys, new episodes every Friday. Yep. And fuck me. That was we did a. What was our thing that we were doing, Tom? We were like, we, we have to, to take six marks in a row, and then we can go, go home and well, get on the beers again. Yeah, we. It took a long fucking time. <laughs> well, you picked the wrong skill set. If you were like Tom, you marking just have to and kick kicking. it to someone six times. I could. What do you mean marking. kick it? No, kick it in someone's general direction. All right, Sean, I hit you. I kicked a beautiful kick to you because I knew where you were going to be. When back then or most recently? Most recently. Oh, most. That's why I say you've improved. Thanks. You. Back, back when we kicked with Damo, I yep. wouldn't have believed it possible. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, the signs are improvement. There's a good chance that Tom's the first man ever to be drafted into the AFL in his thirties. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm building. There Can't was a helicopter a actually flying over us at one point, and we did and think we're, the like, scouts were out. Scouts, yeah, yeah, would have made yeah. sense. Mature age recruits. <laughs> Clarko, he's ready to he's ready to start his Tasmanian team and win the first three picks. <laughs> um, the moment that I just see Tom peel back one hand and keep the other one there, I'm like, it would be the best day of my life. Yeah, that's for cowards. Oh, yeah, it's... No, come on, Tom, aspire to it, please. Now, this episode is obviously uh, way too short, and Haggard's uh, Footy is a podcast that prides itself on. Both its love of footy, but also its love of movies. And uh, something that obviously we weren't able to do in lockdown for the last three months was go to the movies. Uh, and here at Haggard's Footy, not only are we happy to declare that having a kick of the footy is back, but also going to the movies and doing dumb things at the cinema is back. Because, listeners, last Monday, I rode the Hollywood Express with friend of the show, Hayden. <laughs> I marched down to my local cinema and I purchased tickets to five sessions in a row and I spent 12 hours watching movies at the cinema. The Hollywood Express is the most beautiful way to spend time. It's important to say that we worked this out that five movies was what was possible to pack into one day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Couldn't have packed in any more films. No. Um, When? So, yes, but with an asterisk. Yes, yes. Explain. So, five movies was all that was capable on that one particular day in any of the local cinemas. Uh, because obviously, with the reopening and stuff like that, the, it, and it was a Monday, there's no really late sessions, also no really, really early sessions. So, if I was... Uh, our first session started at 10.45. If this was a cinema mm-hmm. that had like a 9 a.m. screening, which sometimes happens in school holidays, there's a magical sixth. Uh, same with the fact that the last session started at like nine o'clock, where if it was a weekend, could have snuck into like a ten forty-five PM screening. Again, mythical six. Yeah. Now, there was also the option of yes. going to a getting aboard a connecting train yeah. and watching one more film. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> at at the drive-in, which did have late screenings. 
Very late. But very late. late. I I think too late. Well, yeah, it would have been so late that we would have had like an hour and a half in between the last movie finishing on the Hollywood Express and us watching the next one. And it it wouldn't have even (laughs) felt like part of the same thing, I don't think. I've sometimes looked up the um, session times at the drive-in. Yep. And it'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm keen to see that one. When's it on? 11.45 p.m. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> What's going to be dark, early? Sean? Oh, but- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the drive-in during winter, because mm. uh, they, they love to have double features. Well, by double features, I mean just like two screenings each night. Yeah. So in winter, yeah, the first screening is usually at like six or seven. Yeah. So then yeah. you can have the second movie starts at like 9.30 at the latest. But yeah, in mm. summer... First sessions are at like eight thirty. That's fun. Wild times. Anyway, five movies in a row. Not only is it doable, but it's actually the perfect amount of movies to watch in the cinema in one day. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous, Joel. That when I heard you were doing that, I was like, that's that's the fucking most beautiful experience of all time. Yeah. Um, Sean and I didn't go for the full Hollywood yeah. Express. Yeah. Um, we took we probably took like the Hollywood Light Rail. Yeah. Um, we well, took the, a the hollow a classic, rail. a yeah. classic double feature, mm. the uh, starter pack. Yeah, yeah. The DIY <laughs> double feature, which yeah. is was baffling to the Joel. I know that the person who you bought your tickets off got around your move. When mm. I was trying to explain to the guy that I hadn't made a mistake and booked tickets to another film instead, mm-hmm. he was a bit confused, and yeah. I just think he should be fired. Uh, yeah, well, I guess it's probably yeah. worth noting, uh, so just to fully explain my experience, and this is going to sound like I'm making stuff up, because people got around <laughs> us too much, because uh, when I rolled in, first thing that happened, we rolled in before, we hadn't pre-bought tickets online or anything like that, we're just like, we don't want to pay a booking fee per session, that's crazy. Mm. So we rolled in, got served by a guy, I was like, next waiting, I was like, hey, so we're doing something silly today, we're going to try and see five movies. And he was like, five movies. And we were like, <laughs> five movies. And he was like, all right. Yeah. And then Hayden, friend of the show who was with me, was like, has anyone ever done that before? And he's like, not here, no. <laughs> and then he like laughed and said, you should put like a plaque with you guys on it. Oh. And then he was like, um, sorting out sessions. And we told him like the movies we wanted to see. And he was like, look, I'm just going to both give you a free ticket. Cause like, that's a lot of movies. You, d- you want it. And then uh, we were like, yeah, we're calling today, riding the Hollywood express. And he was like, I love that. Hey, quick question. Do you have letterbox? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously a- an unofficial partner of this show. A silent yeah. partner. Silent partner of Hagrid's <laughs> Footy is a movie review app. <laughs> um, so it was just mayhem from, from that point onwards. Then we went down, uh, down to the local supermarket, which is a supermarket that, Tom, you'd recently gone to and realized that it's actually a magical, magical place. It is quite possibly. And I don't want to sound like I'm over-exaggerating here, mm. but I think it's the best supermarket I've ever set foot in in my entire fucking life. Oh. I went back in when Sean and I did our DIY yeah. double feature, yeah, and um, I bought six gingerbread men. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of gingerbread men, but Tom talked yep. them up so much that I bought a couple for my girlfriend. Yeah, she was a big fan. They are oh, the best, man. soft, yeah. not too gin- not too gingery either. Not They've too got gingery. Some very interesting snack selections down there. Oh, do they, Joel? Nice. I bought something called a donut cookie, and <laughs> let me tell you, it was delicious. <laughs> they have. Well, a- if if you wanted to, if you wanted to be a complete psycho 
and you wanted yep. to be like, I'm going to take my own charcuterie board into the cinema. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You take outside food. But say you snuck it in there. Yeah. The options in that supermarket, there are so many cheeses that you could quite possibly become lactose intolerant and then get over your lactose yeah. intolerance in All the in single one- sitting. Yeah. Well, one thing that I'm um, a big fan of there is they have uh, prepackaged like fancier chocolates that they've kind of made in house. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're called the uh, milk chocolate raspberry riots, which is just pretty much the raspberry lo- lolly in chocolate. Goes down a treat every time. It's kind of I like- yeah, I respect the power they have in there of having a popcorn machine. Oh yeah, first thing you see when you walk in too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't take upstairs, but they've got well, it there. You can give it a crack. Maybe next. Well, time. Um, and they also so they also played a vital part in the Hollywood Express because we bought tickets and we're like, oh, we've only got like ten minutes before the first session starts, and obviously with this cinema, we weren't entirely sure how long the ads and trailers are going to go for. So, like, well, we could probably be, like, five minutes later than the session, but we hadn't vibed it out yet. We loaded up two chicken sizzle sandwiches, just there to go, ready, like, prepackaged, just bought them, smashed them on the way up back to the cinema, filled us up, tied us over to lunch. I've got to ask the question. Hmm. In terms of the food, snacks, and everything, that cinema also has a famous food. Oh, my God. And I've raved about it before. Uh Uh-huh. Sean, how good is the choc top at that cinema? Tom, I've been dying to try it for a long time. And <laughs> you and I have, a, have had a bit of a cursed run with this cinema in that yeah. we've tried to go a couple of times as the, the state has locked off, down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, we've had tickets that night. We go there and it's locked up. And we're like, oh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, I've been waiting to try it. And I did finally try it. I had the um, Belgian chocolate one. I it's the also, best choc top I've ever had in my life. That was also the choc top I chose whilst riding aboard the Hollywood Express. It's a good choc top. Question I will let you, you know that I had two choc mid ones. One at the first screening and another one at the second. That's I respect huge. that. That's a man who knows what he wants. Yeah. Joel, you yeah. saw five films. Uh-huh. Which one or which ones did you go popcorn with? Because that's a See, quintessential cinema experience. Mm, mm. So uh, we actually didn't visit the candy bar anywhere near as much as I thought thought we would because i think also because yeah. we're aware of it so expensive, so, you know yeah, yeah 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 uh so we got popcorn for the second movie and that was it oh question then what was the Oof. second film so roadrunner the anthony Did bourdain documentary make your popcorn decision based on what you think would have been the most popcorn worthy film no uh i think we were just like because basically we had it sorted out that it was like we ate a bit before we went in, first movie. Then we had a very short break in between first and second. So we got popcorn and I think I just got like a bottle of water because I'd had soft drink in the first session as well. So I was like, I'll drink something, but I, you know, don't want to have a Coke every single screening. I sure. will explode. Did um, you go, did you have a beer? No beer. Didn't want to get sleepy. Interesting. So, Gotta stay yeah. alert on the Hollywood Express. Second mm. session was popcorn and I had a, had a bottle of water. Third, uh, then there was a lunch break. We had dumplings. Um, hit the spot big time. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the next session I bought a coffee. Yep. Um, so the third movie I was drinking a coffee. Good coffee? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Mm. No, also not that expensive for a cinema coffee. Like it was That's only like- good. That's all you it want. It was like five bucks, which is obviously more than you would pay for like a 
takeaway coffee, but it wasn't like eight. So I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, not bad, not bad. Um, and it was like, a, it wasn't just like a, do you want a white or a black coffee? It was like a la- full on latte. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth film. Fourth film, I don't know if we got anything. And then, oh, that's right. The third and the fourth film had a full overlap. So there was no space to go anywhere. We just went to the bathroom, went straight into the next movie. Didn't miss a start, but like Jeez. just didn't have enough time to leave and go back. Yeah. Um, and then dinner between the fourth and the fifth. So the buying the five tickets at the start mm-hmm. is a huge decision mm-hmm. because what if like the wheels fell off Well, the wheels fell off, you just got exhausted and you're like, I'm not even taking in any of the silver screen yeah. information or I ate something and I feel like shit. Yep. I got to go home. Yep. Anything like that. Big risk. Yeah. Big reward. And then though. after the fifth screening, we walked across the road went to a bar and said, hey, do you sell champagne here? And they said, no, but we've got little bottles of sparkling wine, the yellow brand wine. (laughs) And they said, what are you celebrating? We said, we just rode the Hollywood Express. We just watched five movies in one day. And they said, that is an incredible thing to celebrate. (laughs) We just asked a lot about the movies we watched. Yeah. We we had a great experience at the same bar, I assume, uh, heading across. We, we, We were a bit clever. We didn't. Yep. We didn't back to back. We gave ourselves a two-hour break between Four. films. Now, yeah, nah, we, I want to preface yes. why though, Joel. Yep. Sean and I once went to see a movie yep. back when we were young, brash men who loved Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yes, and- yeah, Joel. It was the winter of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we we decided to go, and we thought we've got. I reckon we had an hour before the movie. We maybe had even enough an time. hour, maybe 90 minutes. Yep. Yep. Plenty yep. of yep. time. And it was at Melbourne Central. Uh, yep. I'm going to say names because fuck yeah. them. Name them. Uh, and we were like, fuck it, let's go to TGI Fridays. We'll get yeah. some like chippies, some steak, a couple of beers, and then we'll, we've got 90 minutes. Plenty yeah, yeah. of time. Plebs, heaps of time. TGI Fridays, famous for being quick. That's yep. their thing. They're not like, you're not, you know, they're not preparing it. It's it's microwaved, baby. So mm. I'm sure it's actually cooked. That's whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got told That's when we arrived. That's a wild accusation, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> He's angry. He's angry got, and passionate. <laughs> we got a, a, a portent warning. Uh, when we arrived, we sat down and our host came over to, to us at our table we, and said to us, welcome, boys. My name's, I can't remember the name off the top of I my head. I think it was head. Tina. Tina. Yep. And you're in the fun section. Mm-hmm. Joel, spoiler alert, <laughs> we were not in the fun section. <laughs> that was doesn't not a sound section fun. Of fun. <laughs> Tina was like, can I get you anything? And then we said, we'll get a couple of beers. And she's like, you ready to order food? And we hadn't looked at the menus yet. He said, no. She's like, I'll come back. She didn't come back. <laughs> Never. We couldn't get the attention of fucking anyone. Uh-huh. And it got to the point where we were like, our movie starts in like 20 minutes. <laughs> it wasn't fun. We were hungry. That's a disaster. We ended up, I think, just having popcorn for Maybe a cheeseburger on the way. That was And after. then popcorn for It was dinner. a popcorn dinner. And a five-star what movie. movie. Oh, so The Mummy was the second movie? What was the first one? No, no, no. That was the, that was that, the first. We that only was, saw one. That was a one-off. Yeah. But, but we didn't the, want the to. The lesson here, Joel... We were in the fun section. We thought yeah. we'd had plenty of time. There wasn't enough time. We gave we're ourselves make an that extra mistake again. Hour. The fun section has saved out has changed our lives for it us. Has. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. So, so, just hypothetically, does this mean you saw like a four p.m. screening and then like a nine p.m. screening? No, no, no. We saw a two p.m. screening and then a six thirty screening. Jesus, <laughs> the best screening. That's it. Was the perfect time. There was like not it many was. people around. We were not rushed. No. We went Did across, you- had two enormous chicken parmesanas. That was yeah, so I was big. Say, 
Late lunch or early dinner? Both. (laughs) Yeah, it was a bit of a mix. Yeah. Bartender, great guy. How good's footy fan? Yeah. Shout out to the bartender at the pub we went to for dinner, lunch. Um, recognized us for our vaccine passports because we are a fully vax podcast. Yep. yep. And uh, what did what did they say? What was their message? Um, no, that he was just saying. Um, he was just a nice bloke. Yeah, just a good guy. Yeah. At yeah, one full- point, I love this move, and I want to believe it was deliberate. He put the TV on. He changed it from the horse racing, which was on every screen, and yeah. he put on an old Geelong game. And I was like, oh, that's for you, Tom. And then 10 seconds later, the score came up and it was a grand final where Geelong lost by like 10 goals. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. I hope yeah. that is deliberate. I hope, Honestly, I hope it was too. I'd respect yeah. it even more. I felt that's some huge. Geelong bitterness from him because he was like, ah, Geelong's always on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, but it was good. The silver screen is alive. Oh, oh. I love it. Movies. I'm hearing movies are back, and that AFLW is going to be back soon too. <sighs> Fuck, boys, boys, DIY double, one ten footy game, six o'clock pub, seven thirty movie. <laughs> Tom, that's will... not enough. That's not enough time in between pub and movie. Sorry, sorry. It's like nine o'clock movie. The fun section, mate. Come on, <laughs> Tom. I know that you've uh, you've said you want to ride the Hollywood Express in the future, and Tell you what, you got to throw the fun section lessons out, just out of your mind. We ordered, yeah. we had to suss out places that we would get food in and be able to eat our food in twenty minutes or less. Yeah. Now no, that was chaotic. Yeah. So, don't worry, Tom. I'll take you under my wing. I'll show you everything I've learned. Thanks, Coach. When I do ride the Hollywood Express, I will be picking your brain again about yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh. I, it's all fascinating. To be honest, the snack choices are crucial. Oh yes, they really and are. Caffe- like, Going popcorn second is actually a great option because popcorn yeah. first would have fucked you for wanting to eat things later and then you'd be starving by like mm. movie four. And the coffee placement, the timing of that is critical. Yeah. And also the placement of movies is critical because our, th- our third movie, we started with a slow, well, I never even told the movies, but bef- I guess I'll just quickly r- list them off. So first movie I saw was Nitrum, which is a slow burn psychological thriller based on the real-life events of a real-life massacre that happened in Australia, our last gun massacre. Um, And that was like, the vibe of the cinema was like, the movie started, and then it felt like they were just slowly turning a screw that was making the walls of the cinema close in on us. Fuck. Mm. And uh, I reckon if that wasn't first, and it was anywhere else in the thing, would have killed us. Yeah. But instead, it it was kind of like a warm-up. We were like, whoa, that was a lot. Then we went into Roadrunner, anti-Bordain doco, Anthony Bourdain, I mean, heavy ending, obviously, but most of the movie, you're just, like, hanging out pretty, with Anthony Bourdain. Pretty light doco, too. Yeah. Um, you're not bombarded with too much stuff. Moves along pretty quickly. Good stuff. Then, movie three. We were like, well, this is... We need to have a movie here where we can kind of, like, switch our brain off a bit. Shang-Chi. Marvel Great movie film. follows, like, kind of the formula of a Marvel film. We are like, perfect. That was also my coffee top-up. And we were just, like, relaxing. It was good. Yep. Then we threw in a wild card, which was Riders of Justice, Came which is that. Uh, a Danish Mass Mikkelsen movie. Um, it's hectic. Um, they use the phrase cunt dick a couple of times, like a character cracks the shits and calls someone that. Yeah, respect. L- lifted the movie to the cinema quite substantially. <laughs> it's one of, the, one of those comedies that uh, is very wild. A couple of 
upsetting scenes, but uh, most of the time, pretty full-on hectic. So we were obviously like, we've nailed this wildcard choice, so we were feeling good about ourselves. And then we just ended it with the incredible film, Pig. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen it. Oh, Classic. Pig. Yeah. Five stars. Oscar. Now, Tom. Yes. We got a couple of emails in the last two weeks. Oh. But a lot of them not super relevant, or a lot of them we've replied to off air. But there's one. There's one very important email, Tom. So and would, sh- would you like me to ask you, Joel, have we got Tom? any very important emails? Tom, don't even worry about it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because you're the only one who hasn't seen this yet. <laughs> oh, fuck. <clears throat> oh, by the way, Thomas and I saw Shang-Chi and Eternals. Yes. Great great time. Mm, very good time. Big fan of both. Massive fan of Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sean, honestly incredible. I was Sean saying to Tom to when about, we came out of it. Yeah, Tom, you go. Sean turned to me about halfway, not even halfway, maybe 20 minutes into Shang-Chi. Yeah. And I don't know if people know this, but I have a rule about movies that all of them start at a five. And he just leaned over and he's like, Tom. If every movie starts at a five, then this is still a five. Yeah, it's incredible. It's honestly, it maintains that pace for so long. Yeah. Huge respect. I know it's not for everybody, but for me, I've got a little bit of MCU fatigue. And this yep. just, this just lifted oh, it. It hit the spot. Yeah. And then okay, Eternals, just- Eternals dragged me back into fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi is great. It has, I think, the best villain in the MCU. That's yeah, big. I, it's a big call, and I Fantastic. agree. I do need to rewatch Black Panther though before yeah. I can make that assessment. Joel, you have the floor. To those who whisper to the ovoid, whoa! To those who whisper to the ovoid pig skin, <laughs> I'm going to ignore that Thomas referred to the structure of my wedding reception as nebulous <laughs> and impromptu. <laughs> uh. It couldn't be further from it. My son sows unending chaos. I <laughs> do not. <laughs> oh, fuck. There is a regimented timetable to the days preceding that Thomas has just not been privy to. Speeches, cake-cutting, Dances, etc., etc., and so forth. Boys, on roast night, you can have your pitch, your <laughs> audition. Oh, <laughs> I hold 49% of voting power on the happenings at the wedding. 
which out of context you might think is a lot of power. However, in context, it means very little. Ivy holds the other 51%. I'm not the one to be convinced. At the worst, you have your chance, boys. Don't <laughs> fuck it up like Thomas did when he tried to describe my wedding reception. Or when Chris, dis- or when Chris Scott decided not to tag Dustin Martin in 2020. <laughs> boys, instead, be Byron Pickett in September 20- 2004. Undeniable. <laughs> yeah. I read this email when it came in. Uh, and I just want to say that as a Brisbane supporter who was on the receiving end of that <laughs> undeniable picket performance, I genuinely liked that line by him. And that yep. that, that, that uh, could have killed me. That's but it was huge. so good. I got to respect it. That's All the best, email. boys. Jacob. <laughs> oh, and Tom? The subject? Ceremonial masters. <laughs> <laughs> That is. Well, look, boys, the roast is upon us. It is coming soon. Yes. Um, Terence has put the, put the word out. Put yep. the dates um, forward. He's lit he's the beacons. He's, the beacons are lit. <laughs> mm. uh, Terence calls for roast, and the How Goods <laughs> Footy Boys will answer. <laughs> oh, uh, so if- this is going to be a very, 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 very big off-season. That's going to be big. It's good. You boys have got, I reckon, about a month. But I reckon, based on the date of the roast, I reckon it's in about three weeks, mm-hmm. if my math is correct. You better start practicing. That pitch well, is bigger than Shark Tank. The, <laughs> the pitch at the roast night will come exactly one week after I just emceed a wedding. So, Oh, he's in hot form. Maybe I'll just film the wedding and just like be like, look... <laughs> I'm in the business of emceeing weddings, and business is booming. Can I just say, too, the son that sows chaos, I know him. That's great. He's a good boy. He doesn't like to sleep, and his parents are sleep-deprived, so they might be in a prime sleep-deprived state to just say yes. Mm. Yeah. Or to bash us. (laughs) I might rock up in a tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Well, now look. look. If you want us to MC your wedding or want an audition for us to MC your wedding, email us at HowGoodsFooty. And Tom, where can you find us everywhere, everywhere else? Uh, so you can find us on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty or individually on Twitter. Um, I'm at Awkward Treed. And I'm also also Awkward Treed, I believe, on Letterboxd, which we are the unofficial sponsors oh, yeah. of this show. I'm Important. at... Carney from 55 on Twitter and on Letterboxd, I'm at Carney Sean. And I am at Douche13, D-U-S-1, D-U-S C-H-1-3. And on Letterboxd, I'm just Douche. Uh, Powerful. Yeah, it's huge. It's enormous, in fact. Mm. Um, is, it as, is it as big as the Hollywood Express? No, nothing ever will be. I reckon... Actually, that's not true. I reckon Hollywood Express, number three. Number two will be Essendon winning an elimination final. Number one, Essendon winning a flag. Oh, do you reckon you'll chase a uh, a six-stop Hollywood Express in the future? Sean, that's all I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> one more might just tip you over into madness. <laughs> yeah, brain will just break. One can only hope. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.